This weekend, if you're looking for something to do in all this uh, cold, it's a film festival at the Peoria Riverfront Museum. Uh, well, this is ongoing. We'll get into all these times. But uh, one of them, I believe, actually was last night, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Mark Elliott, who is a uh, film curator, film scholar, historian, has written uh, on, on many of the stars. Got to meet him. That has to be fascinating to meet some of these people sitting down face-to-face with them. Well, I can't believe I've done it. I, yeah. I, when I look back and say, when did I do all of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're, they're fun books. Some of them were already gone when I wrote about them. Right. But, but Did you sit down and talk to Nicholson? Yeah, I talked to him. I, yeah. he, he didn't have much to say, but just being in that aura yeah. does something to you. You know, He's a very interesting, magical guy. He... he um, he lives up at the top of Mulholland Drive uh, in uh, the Hollywood Hills, just mm-hmm. just above Sunset, uh, all the way at the top, where uh, North Hollywood and Hollywood meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, his next door neighbor, for many years, was Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, they were friends, but they didn't really <laughs> had a crazy kind of relationship. Nicholson would have parties every night. Uh, his house was just filled with starlets and friends and drinking all night and uh, to the early morning. And Brando used to call the police every night and complain about the noise. <laughs> and uh, the police would have to come to the house, Jack. Yeah. It, you know, in, in Hollywood, the police have a special uh, measurement for celebrities. You, yeah. you, don't, you don't do anything to celebrities. Right. Uh, so, Jack, do you think you could turn uh, the noise down? Ah, you know, what's the matter with Marlon? I don't know why he doesn't come here. And then they, they'd say, okay, lower the music. And then as the police be pulling out, jack up the music again. And uh, Marlon Brando is furious. Of all the people you interviewed, and we'll get into the film festival in just a bit because there's some classics in here, folks. Um, and if you studied, if you're, one to, if you're a student of film, some of these you probably watched as part of your curriculum. Um, is there anyone you interviewed, a, a celebrity or personality, you thought, well, there's a different side of this person that I wouldn't have imagined? I would, I would say um, not in film so much. Uh, the two, two people who stand out the most for me would be Phil Oakes, who was a very good friend of mine, a uh, folk singer from the uh, 60s, a topical folk singer, um, who we, we were together for many years uh, down in the village. And then after he died, I wrote uh, Death of a Rebel about him. But it was a very personal book. And then Merle Haggard, my last book that I wrote, um, I knew Merle. I'd met him on several occasions and already had a feel for that other place that he used to go to, when, mm-hmm. even if you were sitting right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dwight Yoakam, who I uh, interviewed at length for the book, he was a good friend of, of uh, Merle's, was here a few months yes, ago. Yes, right. And uh, I, got, I got to uh, spend a few minutes with him. Mm-hmm. So great. You know, the country guys, they, they lay it all out for you. Whereas the Hollywood guys... I always have one eye on, is this going to be the right thing to say? Uh, should I tell them this? Should I tell them that? You don't get that with country guys. You say, here it is. You know, this is it. You know, I like characters 
that are complex, somewhat a little disturbed and attracting that you can put, hey, we need a role for this and that. I always think Dennis Hopper is that guy. Uh, Dennis Hopper, uh, an interesting interesting actor. I knew him. Uh, uh, he lived in Venice. Uh, he was a, a, a painter, an artist. He did a lot of uh, artwork in Venice, California on the beach, uh, mm-hmm. Venice Beach. Um, he was involved momentarily with a film about Phil. He and Sean Penn were going to uh, um, make a film, but it, it never happened. Dennis um, Dennis directed Easy Rider, which we're showing in the festival, but not really. I mean, he and Peter Fonda kind of co-directed it, but because of union rules, uh, one of them was the director, one is the producer, Rip Torn was supposed to be in the film, uh, playing the role that Nicholson got. And what happened was that um, uh, Dennis Hopper and Rip Torn didn't see eye to eye. They were at uh, Peter Fonda's east side brownstone in Manhattan going over the script. And Rip Torn and Hopper got into a fist fight. Uh, and uh, the the fist bite <laughs> spilled out onto the sidewalk. Uh, fist was swinging like in a movie. Torn was fired, and they had nobody to play the role that uh, Nicholson plays. You know, the guy who gets stoned. Mm-hmm. They meet up the straight guy. Uh, the only person that they knew uh, was Jack Nicholson from the old Roger Corman days, where they all made cheapies for Roger Corman. Uh, Nicholson actually had been around for seventeen years writing scripts of Edgar Allan Poe adaptations and trying to break into movies. But they didn't consider him a leading man. They didn't consider him a character actor. He was about to give up acting and just become a screenwriter when the fight happened between Rip Torn and Dennis Hopper. And they said, well, what about Nicholson? Can we get Nicholson in the role? And they said, all right, let's get him, you know, it's a last-minute choice. And, of course, he walked away with the film. His performance not only is the one that everybody remembers, but it made him a legitimate A-list star. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Mark Elliott, who is a New York Times bestselling author, film scholar, historian, resident film curator, uh, and and, uh, the giant screen at the Riverfront Museum Caleb and I were talking, one of the great places to see a movie. Uh, I could talk to you for a long time. There's got stories after stories after stories. But this is a cycle of films starring the subjects of your biographies. Uh, last night you had uh, Alfred Hitchcock's uh, 1955 movie, To Catch a Thief. Um, the Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo is tonight at 6.30. Speaking of Dennis Hopper, Easy Riders coming up next weekend. Uh, this is a great collection. Mike Nichols, I haven't thought about this movie in years. <laughs> Carnal Knowledge is coming up on fre- uh, Friday, February 9th and Sunday the 11th. So this is going to be happening through January into early February. I have forgot about that movie. That's a that's a fantastic movie. It's a, it's a great film. Uh, Nichols, one of my favorite directors, he didn't do that many films. But the Graduate was uh, one of his films, mm-hmm. uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, not many, but the ones he made were, for the most part, pretty great. Uh, Nicholson uh, with Art Garfunkel, who plays his college roommate. They grow up together. Garfunkel, he had met 
while he was uh, uh, Nichols, while they were making The Graduate, because Simon and Garfunkel did the music uh, for The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these films kind of tied together. And Margaret uh, is uh, in the film in a very brave role where she plays a, uh, a desperate woman who's a little past the age of her prime. Uh, it's a salty film. It's mm-hmm. a rough adult film, um, especially with the ending that everybody who has seen the film never forgets. But uh, it was written by Jules Pfeiffer, who had, was a cartoonist mainly. Uh, and it's just like his cartoons that were very intellectual and wry and funny, so is this film. Um, it's it's a very progressive movie. Not a lot of people have seen it. It doesn't get shown a lot partly because of the subject matter I guess. No, it will make you a little uncomfortable, yeah. but it 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 and and but it has so many fa- social fabrics woven into fantastic. it. It's fantastic. It's a you know problems about marriage, relationships, mm-hmm. intimacy, male to male friendships, betrayal, uh growing up, fetishism. It's all yeah. built into this. Have you film. seen it, Caleb? You should see that movie. It's one you're, you're going to be going, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, the Peoria audience uh, goes for it. Yeah. I, I think they yeah. will. I yeah, think, it's uh, something that you, uh, if you haven't seen it, may set you back a little bit. But again, there's there's so many social statements in there that it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven, um, Fistful of Dollars, Sergio Leone, classic movie, China Syndrome by James Bridges, Romancing the Stone. It goes on and on and on. People want more information? Can they just go to the Riverfront Museum website? You can see it all. Um, can I ask, is there one favorite in here? I mean, you just talked about the Mike Nichols movie. That might be it. Is there one in here that really stands out? That you... uh, For me? Yeah. Uh, Vertigo. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's just nothing like it. Um, it's the closest Hitchcock ever got to taking his clothes off uh, emotionally and yeah. saying, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the obsessiveness, all the fetishism that uh, he, that Jimmy Stewart puts Kim Novak through to try to recreate um, uh, the woman he thinks is dead. Uh, there's really nothing like it uh, uh, in anywhere, in French films and American films. Mm-hmm. Um, most films are made about relationships that succeed. This is about this film is about a, a man who is trying to put back something that can't be put back together that ultimately drives him insane. Lost love in a very a very different way. They don't get together at the end. It's uh, something else going on here. Uh, how the loss of the love of your life will drive you crazy. And uh, it's Hitchcock at his most emotionally naked. There's really nothing like it. Special dinner movie experience. That one, by the way, is tonight at 6.30. So for more information, just uh, get a hold of the Peoria Riverfront Museum. Go on their website. This uh, goes from January 18th through March 10th, every Friday and Sunday. Friday at 6.30, Sunday at 2.30. Mark, any time, come back. I mean, we could talk for a long, long time. <laughs> Thank you. I yep. always, uh, always have a good time.